What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. I'm your host, Lisa A. Smith, joined as always, but not really, by the one and only Miss Gifford with Jay, because you're never really joined by either one of us because your ears are not mistaking you. This is September 2023, <laughs> and we are back with another episode just for kicks and giggles, more giggles, probably more giggles. We've been giggling all morning, finally getting around to the podcast. Absolutely. So I can't wait. Feels a little nostalgic. Um, we're back in the same position we were <laughs> when we recorded several months ago. So anything exact could happen. Same. That's I didn't even realize that. Exact same position. Same little fluffy covers. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Um, this is the Black Health Academy podcast. Listen, we don't really record the podcast anymore, but we decided to drop in for our loyal listeners who have been listening for a while and drop an episode on you guys. We just think, Jay, maybe we should do this once every six months. I think so. That's a, that's a doable cadence. Yeah. Well, that, is that called biannually? Let's go for it. All right. All right, bet. You know what I'm always confused about? What? What is bi-monthly? Is that every two weeks? Or is that, yeah, right? Or is it every two months? Bi-monthly. Stresses right. me out every time. Bi-monthly. Stresses me out every time. Bi-monthly. I would think every two weeks. So what's every two months called? Nothing. Double by month. I don't know. Quadra month. Nobody ever says that though. You got to think about the fact that no one ever says every two months. Oh, it's by anything. They just say. They just simply say. Don't get that fancy on me. Is okay. what I'm trying to say. Don't do that. No. If it's every two months, just say that. I think by who do you think you and are? Annually, yeah. annually as far as yeah, people you. graduate, take it too far. Yeah, it's like come on, chill. You don't yeah. you don't have to do that. It's yeah. just like when um somebody said, "I hate when somebody give me uh, directions and they be like, okay, go southwest. Just tell me if I'm going left or right. <laughs> We're not doing all of that. We definitely not doing. Sitting directions. here trying to think a doggone compass while I'm trying to get directions. Hundred percent. Uh, yeah. So welcome back to the podcast. If you're if you're still here, thank you for lasting these first two minutes. Um, this is it's going to be more of this. So if you're not into this, <laughs> hang up now. But listen, we wanted to hop on here because um, first of all, you know, we were reminded recently and just talking to people about how much they enjoyed our shenanigans on the podcast. So if you haven't listened in a while or somebody sent this to you or whatever it is, I'm Lisa A. Smith, founder of the Black Health Academy, where we prioritize optimal health for marginalized communities primarily using a whole food plant-based lifestyle. So me and Jay likes to slang plants, talking about the power of a plant-based vegan lifestyle, talking about the power of health, talking about the importance of prioritizing your health at all costs. Um, and most importantly, just entertaining y'all. So listen, we'll be back here probably sometime in 2024, but enjoy this episode, like ride <laughs> out with us on this one. Okay. So I think this, this is, might be the part they leave. I don't think it was before. I think this is the this, part. This part. They're going to head out. Grand opening, grand yeah, closing. Two, 2024, we're going to wait. Okay, bet. Bye. <laughs> well, listen, the way we come in, let's just be honest. The reason we coming on is because we also doing something nostalgic, which is bringing back Farm to Table for this one semester for fall 2023. So I just felt like it would be super cool, Jay, for me, to you, me and you to come on and talk a little bit because, you know, my mom convinced me to teach one more cohort of Farm to Table plant-based coaching program. For those of you who don't know, this is our signature plant-based coaching program where we help individuals with chronic health challenges adopt a whole food plant-based lifestyle. And so we're having a cohort, which is actually starting in a couple days on Tuesday, October 3rd. It's going through December 19th. And when I was just thinking about it, I'm just like, all the history, all the fun we had with Farm the Table. And so I thought it would be fun for us to record an episode. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. You know, just, you know. I respect that. Tell the people what it is and what it was. Exactly. And and you go from there. Yeah, that's the best you can do. And so, um, 
let's keep everything the way it was. Let's move into wait what? Okay. Hey, wait what is and was our segment <laughs> where we experience we talk about something we experienced in the last month or so that made us go wait, wait what? what? So. I recently got a massage. Now, Jay, you know I like my massages yeah, or whatever. Where you go? Yeah, yeah. I get a massage usually everywhere I go. But this this particular masseuse I've been going to for years, just you know, right here in the city of Detroit, and she is more. She does more body work. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what that means is it's not like necessarily a massage for like comfort and relaxation, but she like adjusts your body. You could be, you know, things are tight. You can be like protruding forward. You could be have tightening, like you can't maybe stretch your arms over your head, whatever it is. So she does body work where she makes adjustments to your body mm-hmm. through ma- through the massage, right? So it's kind of a situation where we talk the whole time. It's not like the lights is off and I'm relaxed and trying yeah. to meditate or whatever. And so anyway, I've been going to Teresa for a minute. She's super cool. But I thought it was so funny. So we, I'm on her table. She, she doing her body work, doing her thing on me or whatever. And literally she we talking about something totally different and then you know she's like dang i didn't know you was left-handed you know she was like i thought all this time you was left-handed and i was like you thought i was left-handed and she's like yeah and i was like how you know i'm not left-handed like how you know i'm you know i'm right-handed and she's like oh because your whole right side is like more forward and more you know like click <laughs> Why you look down at yourself? Right, I move my right side. Like, what? All right, let me adjust it. <laughs> She's like, your whole right side is is such and such, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then we go on, we go on, we get to talking about something else. And a couple more minutes, she mentioned something else, like, well, your glutes ain't firing. She like, lift your leg for me. She tap on my glutes. No, they ain't fire. Lift it again. Tap, tap, tap. No, they ain't firing. You got misfiring glutes. Misfiring glutes. Misfiring glutes. My glutes ain't activating. Right. Okay. And then she's like, all right, turn her over, turn over on your back, turn over on your back. I turn over my back. She go to the head of the table and start like pulling on my neck and massaging my neck. She's like, ooh, you use a laptop to work? I'm saying, yeah. I mean, she calling on my life. Jack. Why your whole body. Jack. She said, you use a laptop to work? I said, yeah. She said, is it, is it up? I was like, no, it's kind of sitting down. She's like, no, you need to lift it up. She said, your whole <laughs> neck is not leaning forward. Look a worry. Jay. When I tell you, she told me about four or five, maybe six things that was wrong with my whole life. So I got fed up at the last one. <laughs> Why well, say to her, I will have you know <laughs> that I'm the healthiest person in every other room that I go in. Okay. <laughs> I said, you, you just asking for the wrong information. <laughs> I said, if you had to, if you had to ask me for some blood work, I would have told your tail up. <laughs> Not you being real irrelevant. Jay. <laughs> Jay. I was so and now insulted. I know relevance too. It, it was relevant. No, it wasn't. I was so insulted. I said, I will you have truly you. wasn't. No, it's all no, joking. no, no, oh. no, no, all joking. We was cracking up. But I was like, I will have you know, because I mean, from the glutes misfiring, from my shoulders hunched over, my neck protruding forward from looking at the laptop, she can cl- tell that I'm not left-handed because my whole right side all dominant. I'm like, now wait a minute. Now I was like, do you know I work out regularly? <laughs> do you know I eat plants? Do you know I'm vegan? I drink the ample amount of water. Can you tell I don't have a lot of lactic acid? Don't you? I'm sure she was dying laughing. <laughs> Dying because she was tearing me to shreds. She's like, I need you to do this. Move that lap up or no? Period. That's what she needs to know. She's like, you gonna start doing lap pull downs like I told you? I do do lap pull downs. I do pull ups. So you need to do more. Do you do rolls? Because your she said your rhomboids is. I said not the rhomboids. I remember rhomboids from uh, being a personal trainer. Exactly. 
So Jay, I was, I felt so toe up. She, I was like, I will have you know, in the majority of rooms that I walk in, I'm killing the game. You know about my cognitive functioning? Do you know how sharp my brain is? <laughs> Girl, it was so, it was so hilarious. She laughed all the way out the room. It was she. I was like, no, you didn't. So then I go to the hairdresser, right? I go to the hairdresser get washed. You know, I go to my girl, mm-hmm. and and she washing my hair and all this stuff, and she like asking me questions about my hair and stuff like this. Like you use this, use that, use this, use that, and I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like getting calling me out, and she's like, oh yeah, because I can tell just by somebody's hair they whole life. She's like, I can tell. If somebody does drugs by when I when I wash their hair, I was like, "What? Why she say if you put highlights in somebody's hair who does drugs, like the heavy stuff?" She said, "You know how they put the foil on your hair to color uh-huh. it." She said, "Their hair will start melting in the foil." What? Like the drugs that's in your hair will mix with the chemicals of the hair chemicals, whatever products they're using, and it will start melting their hair in the foil. She's like, I, "I've had somebody's hair start melting in foil and had to." Stop the whole process of coloring. And she was like, I asked him, like, you on pills? I was like, what? Wait, what? I have never heard this a Jay, day in my life. So, why would I have? Wow. She's like, I can tell whether or not they use um, well water versus city water when they wash their hair. I can tell if I dye it the way the color come out. I can, like, it was so many things. She definitely licensed. Jay- <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got. That girl me. got her license. <laughs> She got a whole license. She was like, cause she, the reason it all came up, cause she asked me like, you sleep on your right side? I'm like, what do you mean I sleep on my right side? Cause your hair thicker on the left side. I was so mad. Cause it was coming straight off my massage. Like, like doing their job, pissing you off. Doing their job, pissing me off. I said, I'm sick of investing in real professionals. I'm going back right. to the hood. Right. <laughs> you ain't about to know you what side I sleep on. license and they, look, they just do it like on the weekend when they need some money. That's it. That's, That's it. it. I can't keep going to these master, masters of their <laughs> trades. You, I, I felt real exposed, you know, on what side of the bed I sleep on. Like, it yeah, because your hair real thick on the left side. I'm like, what? She like. it out. Yeah, I can tell what kind of war she's. I can tell if they swim a lot, everything. I was like, wow, it's so crazy how much you give away just with your your body and you never opening your mouth, you know. Because I remember when that, uh, remember Kim, my client who was a dentist? Yeah. And she used to be like, I can tell if people got diabetes by their teeth. I'm like, what? Yeah. I used to hate when, like, my uh, uh, gynecologist would be like, open your mouth. Let me. You looking in my mouth, but my gynecologist ain't never asked over my mouth. What's she looking for? Trying to see if uh by your teeth or if you had cavities or anything like that, because he would then ever he was really old school. He had an office and stuff like that, but he would be <laughs> not like, old school being having an office, but okay. <laughs> it, it, no, not having an office, but taking you to their office. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah cause not just I wanted in to get my tooth room, tied, yeah. he took me, I'll never forget. He was like, he ain't just schedule it he took he had them schedule an office visit in his with the chairs in his real office and told me all the scenarios i believe i told you about it before when he went through the whole gamut of if your if your kids got in an accident and died would you want because i was 33 would you want more kids if you lost your children yeah if you and your husband got divorced yeah 
and your new husband did not have children, would you want more children? So good. If you, I mean, he took me through every scenario. I did not get my tubes tied. Needless to say, wow, that's what type of doctor he was. Yeah. And uh, it's funny, somebody on Facebook was like, my doctor's retiring. It was a few years ago. He was the best doctor. And said his name. I was like, I have that doctor. He was so good. Dang. But um, yeah, he would be like, let me see. And then make sure your teeth and everything was okay. Because then after he, he would refer you to... Um, Cause you know that you can get heart disease and stuff like that from if your teeth are not right. Oh, so man. it, you know, it affects, you know, stuff in your bloodstream. So if you have a problem with your teeth, then he would say also take care of this and whatever. So, so good. Yeah. I was saying, why, did, why was I talking about that? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what my point was. Yeah, me either. But I think it was just people just really taking their job seriously and, oh, and yeah. doing it effectively. For sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So they yeah, they 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 told me up. Everybody was in my business and I'm just like, "Wow, you really got to take care of yourself cuz people like we just be out here putting like so much toxins and poisons in our body and doing so much and just ergonomically oh, incorrect. That was my point. How outsourcing different things and going to different specialists mm -hmm. instead of being a one man band. I'm doing my own hair. I'm doing my mm -hmm. own nails. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm get myself. I'm a, I'll soak my own feet out. Mm -hmm. If you have to do it, and you you can't afford it. That's one thing. But sometimes our cost saving affects. Um, you know the way we do cost saving can be costing us much more because people who are specialized in these industries facts will be able to point out things to you just with mental health That's you know facts. i know it's going i know it's going I, I don't need to go talk to someone yeah but maybe if you did you can see where the lack is where you need to fine tune yep. something by having someone on that specializes in this, not yourself. You you cannot specialize in everything. You de you definitely can't. You definitely you know, can't. Jack of all trades, master of none. Facts. Especially when it's yourself, you're automatically biased, and you're not. You have so many blind spots. So many. The best surgeon cannot do surgery on themselves, and I wish more people would understand the importance of like coaching or like you said, professionals investing in mastery. Like it is totally different. Like just because you can does not mean you should. It. And that, I think that is kind of a cultural thing with black people because we have to kind of make up a culture kind of because it was robbed and, you know, stolen Facts. from us. Facts. So over here where you might go and, and people have uh, be from, you know, like when I was telling you the story earlier. Yeah. And you were like, what, what, what country? You could tell from the story I was telling you that they were from. So this part, they have a different culture. And this part, they value this and they value that. And so we started kind of like making up what was important to us based on our our environment yeah versus having a really rich culture from our history hundreds and hundreds of years that's so true and i think the culture that we kind of cultivate especially living in america is just this whole i can do it myself i can do it i can do it i can do it i'm strong i can do it you know i don't need this i don't need that and then it's the shame that's tied to needing certain things. Mm -hmm. That's all. That's all. Just, I think that's just tied to this life of being hard workers, provider, uh, being overproductive, and people simplify self um, simplify self care too much. Self care is not getting your nails and your in in a, a massage. Self care is really really maximizing your time that you can pour into yourself internally. Yeah. And that means sometimes you have to outsource the things that you can outsource. Yep, I 100% agree. Especially when it comes to our health, because 
One of the biggest mistakes I see people make when it comes to their health is thinking just because they know their issue that they don't need help. Like, I know my issue is sugar. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I know I need to stop let go of these potato I know chips. I eat emotionally. I know I got to stop eating every time I feel emotional. Yes. I know. I, yes. Yeah, I, I, yeah. The self-awareness of the issue does not qualify you to solve it. And I wish more and more people would recognize that, like, we still, like, coaching ain't old, but it, it is very, it's really new. And and then that means for us, it's super new, mm-hmm. of course, right? And so, like when it comes to investing, investing in coaching and investing in things that will help take your con- your conscious levels to the next level, because you don't even know about you don't even know the mechanisms and the frameworks that you could use to get back. You just think like I gotta wheel myself through potato chips. I just gotta wheel myself through sugar. Like I just gotta you know have some internal dialogue and be strong. You know what I mean? Like you don't even know that at the root of your issue. You don't even know what's at the root of your issue. Mm-hmm. And so you're trying to solve a problem where you don't even have a whole picture of the problem, even though you're the person right. with the problem. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's just like, like coaching has been so invaluable to me in my life over the last several years as a human, um, as an entrepreneur, you know, as a person, you know, and health, like every single thing that I've invested in a coach in, it's just like, yo, I would have never took this approach to this. Right. It ain't, it, it, it's never what you think. The reason you don't invest in coaching is you think they're going to tell you something you already know. That's what, right. that's what people think. They're going to tell me what I already yeah, know. Yeah, what's the, some new information? Who said I was here to teach you new information? You know? Exactly. It, it's not for you to learn something that you couldn't have learned by opening a book. Or it's not to say that you have not already heard these things. Yeah. It's the application of the things and getting the the reasoning right. Because yes. you may know something, but you do you know how to the reason behind why you do certain things or why you don't do certain things and how to apply it. I'm telling you. And make it sustainable. The answer is no. No, they don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I'm, I don't know if yeah. it was rhetorical it was really or not. rhetorical. Okay, my bad, my bad. answer? No, they yeah, don't no. know, Jay. They don't yeah. know. Like the work I've been doing with our clients and like with my mastermind, like, man, some of us are just like having some deep, we have deep, 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 deep seated like fears, insecurities, feelings of inadequacy like i'm not enough syndrome like and a lot of that we mask and we and we try and say it's something else like oh the thing i was gonna tell you earlier that i think we forgot to get back around to was when you were asking me like do do they do people recognize what their purpose is like maybe the reason they're not working that hard is because you know they haven't they're not clear on whether or not this is their calling or if this is their purpose and one of the things i was going to say is what I realize is that when people think something is meant for you or that you're meant to do something, if it comes fairly easy. So they think, so the opposite of that is they believe if it's hard or it's difficult or it takes a lot of efforting, they quickly say, this must not be meant for me. I must not be meant to do this. Yeah, I get that part where not it's not easy, but... Where I'm finding it, when something, I feel as if when something is your purpose, mm-hmm. you don't mind doing what's difficult. But, and I think it's the opposite. I think when people think it's your purpose, that it's supposed to be rainbows and butterflies. Like this is supposed to come natural to me. And if it, if it requires me to work this hard, this must not be what, what God intended for me. But okay. I agree with you. Because, okay, I'll give you an example of, let's say, two classes. Okay. Right? One is, let's say, a science class that mm-hmm. you had to take. Mm-hmm. Um, as a prerequisite, right? You had to take this class. 
and it's extremely hard. And then once you pass it, you can get into your major classes, which let's say you were going into um, to business and now you get into your business courses mm -hmm. and in your business courses may be just as hard as your science course was, but because you love business mm -hmm. and because business is your, what you want to do and you're into business, mm -hmm. doing that business work mm -hmm. is not like doing the hard science work because you love business, mm -hmm. right? Just mm -hmm. like you work very hard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure this hard work is not the same as hard work when you were working at a company because mm -hmm. the reason is different. Working for a check versus I this is really what I want to do in life. This is really my purpose. Like mm -hmm. the hard is not equal. Yeah, yeah. All it's hard not ain't create, the same. created equal. You're right. That's what I'm saying. Like if this is really your purpose, does it really feel the same? It it. So let's talk about the level. Let's talk. Let's talk about the type of hard then. Okay. Here's the issue. What you just said is like in, in the class, the class work is hard. But what if the work that's hard in this case is personal development work? Like, man, I got to address my insecurities to do this. And that's the hard work. Not just what the subject matter that I'm learning is. I can do that. But when I got to look at myself in the mirror and I have to address my personal insecurities about who I am, what if that's the hard work that's required to do what you actually love? That's what that's the issue that I'm seeing. If if I have to if I have to address now my insecurities, my fears, my limiting beliefs, and I have to like I have to face myself in the mirror to do what I really want to do, mm -hmm. maybe, just maybe, this ain't what I'm supposed to be doing. See, I can't and of course because you have your courses and you have your clients, you you've spoke one-on-one -on -one and got into the minds of much more people than I have, but mm -hmm. I can only go from me. Mm -hmm, I'm mm -hmm. only going from myself. Okay. Um, the insecurities for doing certain things felt different than now because it's, it's a level of, um, if, when it's, I feel like when it's your, you feel more self-assured and willing to face anything when it's, you've, I don't know, it's probably just me. It's, it's gotta just, be. It gotta just be me. It's gotta be. I'm hearing myself talk like, nah, sis, that ain't. <laughs> <laughs> this sound like it's some BS. At yeah, the end of it. Nah, yeah, nah, you packaging this too perfectly, and life ain't like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I felt like a, a ribbon should have been on that speech, like yeah, just, just you know, yeah, perfect, package. A perfect package. Yeah, and, nah. yeah uh -uh. perfect situation and. It, uh, yeah, I guess it's that's the, the reality of it is that's not. It's hard, like the, like like you said, it's different types of hard. It's it's hard to one thing to learn a subject matter or start learning something new. Yeah, that's one type of hard. But it's what if the hard work requires you to become a, a different person? Right. Face. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying when I think about me. I'm willing to face all of my fears and step right into them. Like okay, congratulations, unicorn. I don't like don't first of all every time you make way too much eye contact you think you you and did and did before like, you even said I did no you didn't no you didn't be looking at me like but that. I'm telling you you're a unicorn do you hear yourself I'm willing to do whatever it takes and face my own personal deep city issues because this is what I want and this is what I love that is not the average person Jay the average person will sit in 
inferiority. The average person will sit Even in mediocrity. If- the average person will settle in life to avoid the making hard decisions, to avoid doing hard things, and to avoid the work that it takes to truly become a different person. Okay, this is about to seem like a horrible example, but I'm using it. I'm watching The Good Doctor. And it's about, uh, you know, the doctor with autism. And so it goes through the whole thing of his residency and he's surrounded mm-hmm. by residents. Mm-hmm. And the insecurities that they face mm-hmm. being fresh out of school and having to perform these surgeries mm-hmm. um, and being you know, not necessarily criticized, but when they correct it in front of people and uh, they're willing to go through up uh, because they they're standing so hard on i know th- i want to be a surgeon they're willing because it's so confirmed to themselves this is who i am this is and i'm willing to just get up and, and jump straight into the fire every single day no that's not most people no that's not no 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 most people when they have to when you are sitting there maybe okay using your example being critiqued by a superior in the workplace but it starts triggering you because you remember being critiqued by your parents in this way and which has always shut you down in the past and you're saying they can make a conscious decision in real time to face this level of critique and get reminded of what it felt like when they daddy did it or their mama did it but they are they are they are conscious enough. They have a high, high level of consciousness enough to be like, but this is my purpose and this is worth being triggered in this way from my childhood. Yeah. No. That's exactly what I'm saying. No. Don't turn away. <laughs> turn away. Okay. This is not a mic drop moment. Absolutely I said what I said moment. No. When, no. No. Because I get not for everybody. Yeah, not, not for most people. It's not just not for everybody. It's not for most people. Most people, when you are triggered emotionally in that way and you're forced to look in the mirror and be reminded about like the hard work, like if it's, if, if getting over to the other side of this forces me to face my fears and my insecurities and my childhood trauma and my limiting beliefs about who I am and what I've been through and face the fact that I feel worthless, face the fact that I feel like a, a failure, face the fact that I think I'm unattractive, face the fact that I don't think I'm that smart, face the fact that, you know, I don't like my voice or my personality or who I am. And But but to, to achieve that thing that I signed up for, I have to deal with that. People are not... It's done every day on a smaller scale. When you choose to raise children and you... Not even a smaller scale. That's just a different scale. You choose to raise children, even though you were abused yourself and you think I may not be able to do this right. And I may not be able, and I'm not smart enough to do this. And I, I what am I doing? And I'm ins- insignificant. And I'm, and you still do it and you do it right. And you do it at a high level. You still choosing to shut those voices down mm-hmm. and go forward with being who, exactly who you want to be mm-hmm. until faking it till you make it. As, as we say, they fake it, you fake it, and then eventually who you pretend to be catches up to who you who you really are. And I think it doesn't shouldn't just apply to other things mm-hmm. when it comes to businesses or coaching or starting this. Why can't it be transferable? Because it's not. Because it's not. I think it, I think bringing a kid into it is a whole different dynamic. When, my because, marriage, my even going into because when it's just corporate you, America mm-mm, or mm-mm. because in that example that you just used, like, OK, I could do it as a parent, even though I faced a bunch of trauma or had a crappy childhood or whatever. The difference there is that it's not a victimless crime. 
you're like, I can't let this baby down. When it's just you, though, and the only thing that's kind of at risk is that you don't start this business or you don't push through this, you, you feel like it's, not, it's, not, it's a victimless crime. Okay. You feel like it's a victimless crime. And so it's like, it's just like well, people in their health, they think being unhealthy, being sick, being on the medication is a victimless crime. I'm not hurting nobody with my, but myself, which is a mm-hmm. thousand percent false. A thousand percent false. Right. But it's a victim, victimless crime in our mind. So if I fail yeah. in the face of this, then so what? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes the most sense you done said all day. All right. <laughs> Until next time, which is 2024. No, we tried it. It's 28 minutes and we it tried working. it. It ain't working. It ain't working out. It ain't working out. And it, we definitely tried it. Um, and clearly we're just going to reconvene next yeah. time. And hopefully you got some sense about yourself by then. Don't look at me. Don't <laughs> Don't look this way. I swear to God. <laughs> not the most sense I done made though. <laughs> all day. The, the disre- not all day. Not just Oh, yeah, I'm disregarding everything we talked about. Like, yeah, you finally making some sense. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes I just got to take five hours to warm up. <laughs> That's, it. That's, That's it. it. That's it. But listen, what was you talking about? So let's, what's, the, what's the meme that motivated this whole episode? So I saw a meme and it said, did you know? And it came on as if they were really about to give some good information. Uh-huh. Did you know that if you eat right and you exercise that you're going to die healthier? <laughs> and the comments went crazy. The comments went wild. Yeah. Had some people like, um, agreeing, of course, of course. Yeah. But then it was so many people in the comments that was just annoyed. Like, yeah, I'm also going to live longer. And they start naming all this different stuff as to why you eat. Because it was it was meant, it wasn't meant to be informative. It was being very sarcastic, saying basically you're wasting your time eating right and uh, eating healthier. Uh, I mean, eating healthy and exercising mm-hmm. because we're all going to die. You're going to die healthier than me, but so what? Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? We're going to die, but you're just going to be a little healthier when you do it. Right, in your casket. Mm-hmm. So, Which okay, is the great. biggest plex to me. <laughs> Can you bury still me in want. a crop top by any chance? Can you bury me in a crop top? <laughs> I mean, I'm and some booty saying. shorts because these quads Please need to be popping. And thank you. you hear Please me? Please and thank. What well, they have to resume? No. <laughs> anyway, too much. Okay, <laughs> going too far. Anyway, <laughs> so it made me think. Here, uh-huh. here, here's here's a new concept. Okay, that I, I I was spinning around in my head. Okay. So we've all we've always heard since we started eating right, especially going plant based. Plant based mm-hmm. is really triggering to people for sure because it automatically puts you in a position where people think that you think that you're better than them. Hundred percent. And so I've heard so many times, you know, you got to die anyway. I've heard that so many times. So, or you're a health fanatic. Yeah. You're a health this. You're a health that. Yeah. And I was thinking that it's so interesting to me for people who say you know, you're going to die anyway, Mm -hmm. that those same people Mm -hmm. who eat what they want, do what they want, don't exercise, those very same people, Mm -hmm. if they were to go to the doctor and the doctor was to say, you have cancer, Mm -hmm. you have high blood pressure, Mm -hmm. you have diabetes, you have this and you have that, those people are not going to say, thank you, doctor, walk out and just go ahead and die. Continue to. Though you're going to get the chemo, you're going to get the radiation, you're going to get the blood thinners, and you're going to get the insulin, you're going to get all those things. You don't just want to die. You just want somebody else to fight your fight and fight your battle for you. Mm. It's not about you're going to die anyway, because why didn't you just go ahead and die? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Walk out the doctor. And give up. 
and just give up. Go yeah. ahead. Well, as soon as you get the diagnosis, don't give waste up. no. Don't mm-hmm. the, I, don't you come back for no chemo. I, I, don't you come back for no no insulin. I, I, don't do it. I, I, Cause you wasn't willing to do it. You were looking mm-hmm. at the people who you said were fanatic before looking at them because you watched them fight a fight. It's like it reminds me of people who. You know, you talking stuff, I'm talking mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to fight my battles, but you go get your big brother or sister. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get beat down. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to fight. Mm-hmm. It's and, and it makes me so mad that people act like they don't value their health. You you want it. Yeah. You just don't want to fight for you it. You just don't want to fight for it. So let's not act like That's just good. dying is okay. Yeah. It like, ain't just okay for you. It, no. it never has been, and it never will be. That's a fact. But- the the very thought of like mm-hmm. investing in yourself that's too much but we don't want to talk about that yeah we don't want to talk about actually you know pushing back from so remember we used to tell people to do pushback absolutely pushing back from the table <laughs> and giving yourself a fighting chance to extend your life and so i said you know let's do the podcast about dying healthy yeah because that because that fight is extreme Pushing back from tables extreme. The thought of like like no sugar, no potato chips, no junk food, no fast food, no alcohol, no whatever. Effort. We yeah. don't even gotta name everything. Just separately. effort. Like put, and and I got exercise and I got to drink water. And I ain't been diagnosed already. You mean to tell me you want me, me to do, do all, all of that, this? And I ain't got none, no diagnosis. And I just recently learned that people who are on medication still call themselves healthy. I you didn't know that that was a that? thing. I, I I didn't know that was. I thought. That, that should have been your way what? Because I didn't know that either. Oh, yeah. I heard it with my own ear. I'm perfectly healthy. How? When you have high blood pressure, you're on medication. They say perfectly healthy? Yep. Perfectly you're lying healthy. to me. No. I'm the perfect bill of health. Perfect bill of health. Three pills a day. I mean, possibly more. Okay. Just because something is not strangling the life out of you every day, you do not have a clean bill and of health. And who says it ain't? But anyway. Yeah. Going on. It's just... How do we get here? How do we get to a place Delusion? where you're, it ain't even like once you get diagnosed, you're like, okay, okay, I'll do the exercise. I'll eat right. No, nope. no, 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 no. no. Which Mm-mm. pill, and how which many, medication, and how often, Absolutely. which, which the pharmacy. Dosage? Absolutely. Okay. How Absolutely. often I got to return and Absolutely. get it prescribed again. Run down the schedule for me. Okay. What's the side effects? If you care enough, right. probably not. Yeah. So I can go get this takeout and, and continue business as usual. Yeah. Let me tell everybody something listening right now. I need y'all to quit playing with this thing. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Jay, it ain't nothing. I remember how I used to be in my own little world. Like, it's getting better. Yes. It's changing. People are coming around. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, Delusion, I do. Delusion, though. Y'all is crazy. It did seem like that way for a minute. It did. Where your algorithm had you thinking that my everybody algorithm had is me exercising thinking. and everybody's nope. trying to go plan back. And everybody nope. cares. Because I ain't like you. Because you was working at a job where you was talking about, like, I, I I work from home. I don't see nothing. I ain't talking to the regular public. Everybody I talk to is trying to get healthy. They yeah, they calling like, me to get healthy. They hid in the bathroom so they wouldn't have to take the steps during the fire. Um, Blew my mind. Yeah. Blew my mind. And so I just want people to understand, like, you have to stop taking this for granted. Like, if you're on a medication, if you get diagnosed with something, like, people filling out the application for Farm to Table and not even doing a suitability interview, like, never mind, I ain't got time to address my high cholesterol, my obesity. Like, that's what they putting on the, the application. I got type 2 diabetes. I have high cholesterol. I'm obese. I got skin issues. I got an autoimmune disease. And then what that ultimately has produced is that I have low confidence. I don't have the energy to do this for my life for do this for my business for do this for my babies but then they like i'll just keep adapting and adjusting yeah but then they like oh it's on tuesday you know what 
Well, when the next time you gonna do it? When the next time you gonna do it? <laughs> I just can't even believe the lack of a sense of urgency. Like, do you guys understand how how quickly being unwell can turn your whole life? Like, this is not in your favor. You're already diagnosed. Or Jay, or Jay, they like, wait, run that back. We got to give it up all on day one. We like all meat, all eggs, all dairy, all seafood. Like, don't you realize that you're already, like, it's already. Well, I didn't get how that would be. A- you already sick. I, you're not, this is not right. prevention. This is treatment. Well, okay, they don't do it with cancer. When as soon as you get diagnosed with cancer, they like say what? Don't do what? They said don't drive down one way streets. They said don't. I don't yeah. care how inconvenient it's in my life. Like when it comes to a cancer diagnosis, they like no. Doctor said don't touch none of that. Don't do none of this. Everything happens. But when it's me or us at because the, the table, con- like I always say, the consequences are still even with after diagnosis, even after the subtle way your your body has started to diminish, the consequences is not directly in their line of vision enough. Enough. So the consequences in their line of vision with cancer. Yes, because in six months you could be dead. Right, but you can right. live twenty years with diabetes. Right. You, so you, it's you, you not, right. You've been you you already been overweight for twenty. Right. So, so it don't seem as And not to mention, you don't know very many people who say um they're cancer free. You know more people who have passed away. Yeah. That, so That's a good point. It's very I I can name about ten people right now that's just out here with high blood pressure and, and different ailments. That are paying no mind to eating better, that are paying no mind to exercise and just living their life. So you got to take that into consideration that we have evidence that you can, I don't got to take this that serious. Th- yeah, that like they ain't quit their job, they ain't drop dead, they ain't, you know, they still, I see them on trips. People are just, not, as you said, people aren't interested in being fulfilled the way I thought. People are not interested in thriving physically and mentally the way we think that they would want with this one, this short life we have here so many dreams deferred i can't even handle it so many dreams deferred like it really is true that all the best ideas are in the graveyard all the good intentions are in the grave if one more person be out here with good intention i don't give a damn about an intent yeah like what was all these intentions you had all these good intentions to do these things last year five years ago ten years ago and you still ain't didn't like because you don't feel what? Because just because you don't have energy, mugs be out here, Jay. They don't even have a diagnosis. They literally are just chronically fatigued all the time and don't don't have no sense of urgency about getting yeah. rid of that alone. The weight is making you infertile. The weight is making it's you so infertile. many the n- things is- that you can't be, that can't be diagnosed. That's right. But it, if your body right. is not operating optimal. And you know your diet is not optimal, and your mental, you know your state of mind is not optimal. Then we have to come we on. We don't know we're not optimal because you know what? Most people have literally never been introduced to the optimal version of themselves. Did you know that? I can imagine. No, yeah. So we don't even have a uh, a measure or a metric for optimal. Most people don't. Like they really like. Like one of the things we was talking about in my mastermind last week in Arizona was the biggest enemy to people in their lives that they don't even realize is I'm not that bad. Mm. I was talking to my colleague and he said that uh, his wife doesn't have a license, driver's license. She's never mm. had one. Right? Okay. Okay. They have like five kids together or something like that. Okay. And I was saying, oh my gosh, she, you know, I was trying to convince her to con- convince him to convince her uh-huh. to get a driver's license. And I was in their cop, their 
kid just went to college. Okay. And I said, once she starts driving, she can go and visit her. She can do this. She can do that. And I was just thought about it. I was projecting. Mm. I was projecting everything I would want that would make me happy. Onto them. Onto them. Yeah, Everybody yeah. doesn't want to do all of this stuff. Some people are satisfied with not having freedom to move at their own will. Some people are satisfied with not because we kind of tailor our expectations and our desires and, and kind of knock it down to our effort. And then it gets knocked down even further when our mm. effort, because our body starts to deteriorate. So now our effort has to match that. Mm. And so we keep adapting and adjusting and adapting mm. and adjusting until it's to the point where, what do you have? Because people have literally lost their permission to dream. I remember doing an exercise with some of our clients a couple of months ago. And, and I remember asking them, what do they want? And they're like, I don't know what I want. I can't think of anything. I don't know what I want. And after several more minutes of questioning, they knew exactly what they wanted, but they have decided so firmly that it was never possible and that could never happen that they have decided not to even desire it no more. Staying safe. Yeah. Like, but how, but how do you stay safe in your daydreams, bro? You know how safe daydreams are? <laughs> Daydreaming. That's next level safety, Jay. I can understand you know, real life safety. Let me just stay at this job. No, day, not daydreaming is is real. Is is you have they real don't daydream, Jay? I know, but I'm saying not daydreaming is because if you daydream, that means you want something. That's what I'm saying. And then you go back to your life. Your wanting reality. is free. Wanting don't cost it, you nothing. It does. It costs you a lot. It costs you disappointment. It costs you depression. It costs. Wanting it costs it, you feel. I'm not talking about going of, after it and failing. No. Wanting, if you deny, just like I told you, the guy that I was dating, the mm -hmm. whole time we dated, he denied he wanted more. Yeah. Because if he admitted he wanted more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that means he would have to start comparing what he had to what he wanted and doing something Ooh. about it and Ooh. feeling like he was in lack. I can't feel in lack if I want anything, right? Ooh. How? How you going to feel in lack if you don't want more than what you got? My, my, my. So, yeah, daydreaming is dangerous. My, I never knew. Yeah. I just could not wrap my brain around the fact that what is so hard about saying what you really want? What's so hard about really calling out what you want? But what you just said is so key. I have to compare it to where I am now. Right. And whatever's in that gap, which is usually a crap ton of personal development, it ain't like the hard physical work. It's the, it's the personal development that it's going to take for you to become who you need to be to get to that desire. Yeah. And that right there. Yeah. Even th you're so right. I have to compare it to where I am right now. So it's safer to not even want. It's safer to just act like that I ain't even into that no more. That yeah. that's not. Because I had told you a while back, like giving up sometimes it feels so good. Damn. It feels so good to not hope anymore. It it feels so good. And now this is the reverse where you was dreaming and you were hoping. Yeah. And you were betting on yourself. Yeah. And then sometimes it feels good to just let it go and say, you know what? That's not going to work out. And just go back into your regular life, regular, regularly scheduled program. You can't get let down by hope anymore. And it's the same thing with daydream. If I don't, if I don't want it, then how can I fail? How can I be disappointed? How could I, you know, how can anything? That's why, you know, people in the hood or I'm not going to just relegate to people in the hood. But people in the hood, because okay. that's what I know. I mean, I mean, <laughs> that's where I know, came from. It is what it people is. People in the hood, yeah. uh, you know, sitting around, drinking, smoking, yeah. Yeah. you know, not doing much all day. They don't, I know they feel, there's feelings of depression and yeah. things of that, but I think it's lower because 
the daydreaming of much more is probably not long present. gone. Yeah. Yeah. Long gone. Yeah. And, and I'm going to like align it with people around me who's not one, one much either. Yeah. But when you start getting up around more successful people and you start realizing what's available yeah. and then you start comparing where you are versus, you know, where you could be yeah. and you start daydreaming and hoping and visualizing and coming back to reality. Yeah. No, that, 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 that can lead to a whole, especially if you're not the type of person who knows how to put forth the, the effort that's required. Yeah. That, yeah. I think the point you just made about when you start getting around successful people or start getting around your possibility models who you're like, that's what I want. That's what I want. I yeah. want, I want some of that. I want some of that freedom that they got. And I want some of that. It also shows when, when you, depending on your proximity to them, you also at the same time get to see what it takes to have it. If you're smart. Right. If right, right. you're smart. Yeah. And I think that. Yeah, because you're right. You can be wanting and be still at clueless. I think that's where a lot of jealousy stems from. Facts. The people who want Facts. it don't assess how much it took or takes to get there. Facts. And they're upset that this person, I think that's where jealousy lies. And that's just pure stupid. Yeah, you you jealous of a person and you you never take into consideration how unwilling you are to even do anything remotely not even 10 percent. <laughs> you won't even put in 10 percent to do what they you won't do what they have done but you want what they have yeah but that's the people, just close-minded that's wild <laughs> that's mad wild it is wild that's why you can't celebrate people the way you need to celebrate them that's why being around them and we were just talking about Feeling inspired versus feeling upset. Yeah. Or feeling. Insecure or unworthy. In, yeah, inferior. Yeah. Why don't you feel more inspired? But, that, you know. Um, but, yeah, like you said, just not knowing. What did you say? You don't know what it costs to get there? Yeah, when you do get around somebody who maybe has something that you have or you, you increase your proximity to that level of success or what you desire. But you also get an inkling of how hard they work or what they had to do to get there or who they had to become. Does anybody really know how much it takes if you're not very closely linked to that person? How would anybody Yeah, know? Yeah, because I pay to be in communities where I increase that proximity where they're sharing on that deep and intimate of a level. But you, got, but you are always with people who probably are working and, and do... I'm, okay, what I mean is... The people that are not in those communities versus the people on the outside mm-hmm. of those communities are mm-hmm. looking like, oh, that's what I want. This is what I want to do. Yeah. Versus the people who are in those communities uh-huh. um, who know firsthand what it requires. Yeah. Are you saying the people that are in those communities are hearing it firsthand, but they're not doing it? Both. Okay. Yeah. Just because you're in a community and just because you increase your proximity to a possibility model does not mean you show up. For, okay. for some people, matter of fact, this just happened in one of my masterminds. Um, it causes them to shrink I- even more where they, they increase their proximity, hope, you know, hoping and thinking and anticipating that it's going to help them rise to the occasion. And, and it, it inadvertently does the opposite. You get there, you get that proximity. And then you're like, I ain't got that. Mm-hmm. I, that ain't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm worthy. I don't belong in this room. I don't, you know what I mean? And so it could work either way. That's why I really, this, you know, I really feel like the curriculum in schools has, has got to change. Yeah. We have got to put emphasis on self-development. You ain't lying. We have got to put emphasis on just even philanthropy and, uh, did I say that right? Philanthropy? Mm -hmm. And, um, just 
this system that has just taught us to be so narrow-minded when it comes to our prospects. That's a fact. Oh, God, I wish the curriculum could change. That's why I'm homeschooling my babies. I just can't. It's no way I'm going to subject them to that. Like, I think they not going to, yeah, they come out less than who they would would have been uh, Yeah, had I left yeah. the whole situation. And, and Private schools are better, though. Are they? Private schools, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, they are, they're much better. Okay, we're being a little more broad and, and liberal about yeah. what we learn and what we yeah. need to know. Yeah, yeah. Because that old antiquated mess, I'm like, who is the human? Like, what is this? Robotic. And they just added financial literacy. Thank God. Crazy. But yeah, I I, I think the yeah. curriculum, it has to start younger. Once you get exposed to something. Yeah. And I know you, there's two type of people. People, some people are trailblazers, but some people need to see a model of, of certain right. things. They need That's to see right. an example and they need to see themselves in that example. That's right. Right. That's I don't right. care about, um, What's his name? Steve Jobs or Bill Gates right. or Donald Trump. They don't look like me. Yeah. I need representation. Yep. So. 100%. You know, I, I don't. And, and then I need, see, need to see more representation because now I think you're an outlier. So you did it, but that don't mean I could do it. Right. And. Man, them limiting beliefs, boy. Whew. <laughs> right. <Sheesh>. Right. <laughs> right. Those limiting beliefs can hold you back and that's why I feel so much compassion for people because I've been there and it's it's almost like being baptized mm. I feel like I've been baptized mm. and I just came out clean with just nothing un, kind of like unscathed from all it. those limiting beliefs like, I, I can't believe I used to care what people thought or care about my videos or cared about this I don't care about none of that praise God it's, but I have compassion for it because yeah. I, I completely understand. understand. Yeah, no, you know, you people know, freeze in the I moment. I thought my nose looked wider. Oh, look at that. Redoing a video that made 100% verbally, but I ain't like the way I look. Who cares? Absolutely. Like, I can't believe how much I cared about what people, but that's human nature. Yeah, we, we live and die by what other people think of us in a lot of cases. Yeah. Live and die by it. And like that's it is, the problem. Like, it is it's a huge okay problem. to care. Like Cat Williams say, how me and our. They look in the mirror. They say, I got a big nose. I'm like, yep, big nose. Walk out the room. Yeah. Like when women be trying to put on makeup and do this and that, like acknowledging that something exists doesn't mean you have to be affected by it and you have to adjust anything by something that you have acknowledged and accepted as true. Easier yeah. said than done. Uh-huh. I do look white on camera. Yeah. Yep. My nose. Yep. Dang. My hair is out of place. Yep. Yeah. I don't sound as good as the other, the other videos that I watch. I don't sound as... Um, knowledge because I haven't learned how to speak as eloquently. I I, I see that, but yeah. let me keep going yes. because this is part of the learning process. This is yes. part part of being skilled. Get them reps skills in. don't come from just deleting videos or being too scared to do Church. them. Skills come from practice. Like um, Et said, you know, lions don't learn how to get their prey by catching their prey. Mm. They learn from practicing. They learn from you know, teaching their young how to pretend to catch prey. They chase prey knowing they're not going to catch them. Preach. That's how you learn how to actually execute the hunt and, the, and, and, and eat. So, yeah, getting those rep in is so important. And I am, speak, I am speaking because I know I'm speaking from firsthand experience. Yep. I am, I do not, when I say it's amazing how little the people, and I'm going to definitely... Um, validate your feelings that people are paying attention to you and people are judging you and people are critiquing you. Facts. Yep. 
you right about all of it everything you worried about is right (laughs) everything you worry about is valid (laughs) and right they are critiquing you they probably who she thinks she is making the video yeah um but you're watching it you are watching me do something that's right that you don't have courage to do yourself and then keep watching me yeah keep watching me right because the me you're watching now is not going to be the me that you're going to be watching and learning from and 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 whose class or whatever you're trying to do master class or whose lesson and curriculum you're going to be in two three years from now tell them so go ahead like you said the, the, the price is rising the cost is going to go up you might not be able to watch me like this in a minute I mean, we have to start visualizing, daydreaming, understand that we are, we're not imposters, whatever your passion, whatever your purpose is, whatever you think may make you feel fulfilled. You mm. don't want to die with these things. You have got to start stepping out, not just on faith, but just on a, a self being self-assured. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yep. come on now, we big everybody else up. You can do it. You can, if somebody told you the same thing you telling yourself, you will be so mad at them. But the things we tell ourselves, we're not nice. Toxic. Like be nicer, be kinder to yourself. hundred percent. And it starts with your health. And <laughs> you said, let's circle this back. Around. No, it's a fact. When I was thinking, when I was telling you about what I was telling them in my mastermind recently about the importance of having emotional intelligence to make better decisions. I was like, I can't wait till it come back up. Cause if anybody, ventures to ask me well how do i improve my eq how do i get better emotional intelligence i'm like it's going to start with what you put in your body and your health because you have to have mental clarity you have to have a clear mind you can't have all of these like hyperactivity in the brain so if you literally just sugar caffeine food dyes colorants you know dairy everything that clogs the arteries in your brain Mm -hmm. just like it clogs the arteries from the neck down it clogs the arteries from the neck up you can't even think clearly to properly feel a feeling to sit in it to process it facts your blood sugar spiking up exactly crashing exactly that's not a good feeling exactly yeah your arteries all constricted your 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 so your blood is like sludge like y'all don't like everything starts with your health like if you actually want to get from up under the emotional eating if you actually want to start having enough energy to process your thoughts and your feelings more accurately you have to take care of your health it is imperative that you start with your health like where did you start with becoming um more emotionally intelligent and a better decision maker lisa with what i was putting in my body yeah straight up like you can't you can't do that and eat ice cream every day like you can't do that and eat gummy bears all the time and eat honey buns and all of this nonsense all this fake food it literally causes hyperactivity like like your neurons are just jumping from wall to wall you can't even process anything like you said everything is spiking and dropping at a hyper fast rate it's insane and compensating and then compensate you can't you know start doing damage to one part of your body without everything trying to compensate for what you're doing facts you know we rely so much on just how our body operates and flows naturally but when you start to you know make things misfire there they have to regulate that's that's the whole purpose of fasting giving your body a break yes but uh, another way to give your body its break is just treat it right so it can function naturally (laughs) give it a permanent break yeah like how about just just don't go through the drive-thru again like (laughs) right i mean we need to start owning the fact eat and give your body a break at the same time at the same time it reminds me remember um when i think you 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 mentioned this and the course i ran with it through the streets but (laughs) When we talked about like disease is a blessing, disease is oh, a gift. Yeah, like protect, that. Yeah, yeah, like we ought to be so grateful for diseases and diagnoses. Yeah, because 
Because we so disobedient to listen yep. to the signals our bodies get us. Like by the time you have a disease or a diagnosis, it's only evidence of your months and years of disobedience. Right. Yeah. You that, know, because that the, disease saved your life. The disease saved your life. Like the day of diagnosis is not the day of conception. This right. is the day you was told you had it. Right. But like you, if you didn't have high blood pressure. If your heart didn't have to work harder to force that blood through your arteries, if it said, no, I'm not going to raise the pressure to get this through, you'd be dead. As a doorknob. You would be dead. As a doorknob. So, yeah, those diseases are saving your life. saving your life. You ought to be grateful. Yeah, because yeah. you could have done it yourself. Had you been obedient. What? God. But it, it tastes it, too I was, good. I wasn't and Lisa too extreme. They want to take everything from you. Oh, I was going to say like slavery. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, us being stripped from our land and having to start over and dealing with so many... Uh, oh, you was going oh, oh, to take it back to inequities in yeah, society inequities for people of color. But I mean, marginalized it, communities, things like that. Oh, you know. I mean, it's all, it, it has so, all played a role. Know, but um, <laughs> I was going to take it back to you need to get your life together. <laughs> you need to sign up a farm to take. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I, I mean, mean, I was just going to take it to the hierarchy of needs. That's all. <laughs> you know. Ain't nobody asked you to bring Maslow into this. I'm oh, just saying. You know, Maslow. <laughs> Man, I love talking about that because seriously, I be like, recycle. People like, yeah, my bill ain't paid though. So <laughs> I ain't kind of thinking about recycling, you know, like, and it's the same thing. It goes up and up, you know, yeah, my, that's true. my marriage is falling apart. So I'm not thinking about green leafy vegetables. No, right. We have got to learn how to compartmentalize that's one of my favorite things it's a tr- and car- it's the truth. No, car- compartmentalizing is not the same as suppressing i just want to be clear no it's not there's just a time and a place to deal with things and you should always be a part of that puzzle you that's should always be a part of that so compartmentalizing doesn't mean i'm going to suppress this and act like nothing is happening it just means that you know what no matter what's going on, no matter what's happening, my marriage falling apart, my kids ain't acting right, somebody, I got skipped over for a promotion, whatever it is, my health is part of the equation every single day, always. That's emotional intelligence, bro. Most people ain't working with it. <laughs> Something this nonsense on up. You sounding deep, but now, nah. nah. <laughs> thought I was going somewhere with Yeah, because that. that's exactly what it is. It's like I can, I can take the emotion that I'm feeling from this and not allow it to um, have me make a self-destructive decision over here. Yeah. No, that's no. Bloop. I thought I had something. No, you do. But what I'm saying is to be able to compartmentalize, you have to have a high EQ. It's literally being able to feel feelings without making self-destructive decisions. I can't. My marriage is falling apart. I got skipped over for the promotion. My kids ain't acting right. Where's the junk food? Where's the alcohol? Where's the smoke? Where's the skipping a work? I would rather Netflix and chill because my emotions are, I'm so overwhelmed by them that I do not know how to make healthy decisions in the midst of feeling what I'm feeling. All right. Drop the mic. Go ahead. You want me to close this out? There's a couple more days left to enroll in from the table.
<laughs> if you're trying to come get this emotional intelligence, <laughs> let me tell you something right now. If you listen to this before Tuesday, October 3rd, and you know you need help because you have not mastered emotional intelligence, like Farm to Table is not a go vegan program. It is a coaching program, and I use a crap ton of personal development to help you get to where you need to be. So listen to me very closely, right? If you have been dropping the ball on your personal health, if you are not where you want to be in life, if you know you are not living radically obediently, if you know you have a purpose, if you have a desire and you have been trying to will yourself to it and it ain't working, I'm going to need you to click the link in the show notes and get your application in for Farms Table before Tuesday, October 3rd. I do not know when we are going to teach this again, but I'm telling you right now, this coaching program will change your life and take you to the next level because this is not about just not eating animals and not eating meat, but it's literally about becoming who you need to become so you can live life on your own terms. Too many of us, especially people of color, are not living life on our own terms. We are unhappy. We are unfulfilled. We are neglecting ourselves because we feel obligated to show up in the world in a way in which other people have told us we need to show up. And it is sad and I'm getting sick of it. I don't know if I scared him off or invited him in, Jay. But I, I just I don't, don't understand. Know. I don't know either. I'm a little scared. You myself. should be. Yeah, yeah, I'm sick of it. I just don't understand. So listen, Farm to Table is our plant-based coaching program. It runs from October 3rd to December 19th of this fall, 2023. Okay, this cohort. I'm t- Now, let me, let me warn y'all a couple things. Number one, we're going to be going through the holiday season in this cohort. Halloween, Thanksgiving, coming up on Christmas, you're going to have a lot of temptation. If you know your health ain't optimal and you can't afford another holiday season when you make a whole bunch of bad decisions, then you need to get your butt in front of the table. Let me tell you something else. If you're dealing with a sugar addiction, one of my coaches, I have a special coach that's coming in to teach specifically about how to overcome a sugar addiction in this semester of Farm to Table. Coach Carmel will be joining us. She specializes in overcoming sugar addiction. She is in my plant-based certification and she has offered to come in this semester and help individuals overcome that sugar addiction. So Coach Carmel will be joining us this semester. Like Coach Tiff will be back joining us this semester. Like if you don't know about Farm to Table, you better ask about us. I've been teaching this program since 2016. We have touched thousands of lives who have helped a ton of people like take back their power from food regain their health and I'm telling you right now if you're listening to this and you're on the fence about it I need you to pull the trigger and make a decision just complete the application book a call with me over the next couple days you only got a couple days left depending on when you're listening to this and we kick off on Tuesday October 3rd because I'm coming in for this last quarter of 2023 and I want to help y'all take y'all health and y'all life to the next level but I, I can only do that once you are obedient enough to say yes, to raise your hand and surrender to help and stop thinking everything else comes first. You know, my work, my job, or or you're thinking in lack. Oh, my God, thinking in lack. Hey, what it costs? I ain't got it. It ain't going to work out. I'm going to be homeless. What's your, what's your answer to that? Because <laughs> you're looking at me like I'm supposed to be like, yeah, help. What, what's your what's your answer to that? That you have options, different payments available. It's, oh, it's oh, not oh, thinking more about technical money answer. First. Oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, we, yeah, we have payment options. We got payment plans. We actually have now, uh, Jay, 
uh, I keep forgetting buy now, pay later, where you can enroll and you don't even pay for 30 days and you have your payment plan can be stretched out over 24 months. So if you're worried about the money, like don't don't make don't not make a decision because you're thinking it lack and you don't even know how much it costs. You don't even know what your options are. You don't even know what's available to you. Like if you know this is something you need, some of y'all have been rocking with me and listening to me for years. Like they coming from the table. Like one lady enrolled this semester, Jay, she was like, man, when you announced you was done teaching it last year, I was so disappointed because I've been listening to you for years following you on Facebook for years and I never joined she was like when you said it this time I knew I had to take it right I said man that remind me this well go ahead oh I was about to say when you said you your big like not seeing MJ and seeing certain people in concert because you just take for granted the window don't stay open the window don't stay open people always think they got opt I'm doing next year I'm doing how you know how you know just like somebody I'll I'll never forget it bothers me Uh, I think about it all the time when I made a post about high blood pressure and she commented about it and she was telling me like she's work she she went to the doctor she's gonna do better this this and that and then like Seven, eight months later, died from a heart attack. Jesus. Your window of opportunity is closing. Your window does not stay open. It does not stay the same. It does not stay open. That's a fact. Yeah, things change, and you don't always have the option of still doing what you could have done before. That's a fact, man. it, It makes me cringe when somebody is on the front of the table suitability interview, and they be like, well, when you offering the next one? I'm like, like how you know the, you ain't- the presumption. Of yeah, so many things. I know. That both of us about to survive this, that the presumption of so many things. Yeah. Like I, they said a quote uh, the other day that said, procrastination is the assumption that God owes you another chance to do tomorrow what he gave you the chance to do today. And that's all it is. It, and every time it's someone an, says it, I just can't believe. What's the next one? Maybe I, maybe I think in a little less lack next time. Seizing the moments and the opportunities. Unmatched. Please, unmatched please seize the moment. Um, and I'm telling you right now, y'all, like, y'all need to stop being baby through this. It's no more. Let me just eat a little less. Let me just do balance. slightly better. It, it's no more balance. And how you it damn show ain't no more moderation. You said how you balance Doritos. I swear, I love when people take it personal. Yeah, how do you balance Doritos? How do you balance that fast food? That's like addiction is engineered into the food. How do you balance and moderate an addiction? Like, come on now. Um, and I hope we sounded harsh because I need this is the type of loving y'all need in order to get it together. Yeah, because I'm gonna say this, and I know we've been about to close out. When you go to Alcohol Anonymous, they don't give you a little bit of wine. They don't give you a sh- one just one shot of tequila, as long as it stay under a certain amount of points per day. Uh, not not at all. Okay, <laughs> these, this is worth ten points. This is only worth five. You can have this, but you can't have your Hennessy. <laughs> Get a gin. You know what I mean? No, you can't have what you're addicted to that's not good for your body and your health at all. But the thought of giving it up is too unbearable for some people, Jay. Yeah. The thought of giving it up. And that's how addictive this stuff is. Or the thought of having to effort more. Like, don't get twisted and think that that medication, that anti-inflammatory, that aspirin, that insulin, that eject- injection that you take, it, it liberal, it's literally giving you a false sense of comfort. But that's why you, you actually feel worse than thinking. you think you feel. Stop thinking and latch on to someone who knows. That's what I did for therapy. Stop thinking I can't. Stop. Go to a therapist and let them walk you through this. That's their job. Yeah. Yeah. Run your opinion by it. Get a second opinion. Right. Through a professional. Right. 100%. And we're your professional. So listen, click the link in the show notes to apply for Farm to Table for the fall 2023 semester, October 3rd to December 19th. Don't sleep on this. We don't know when we're bringing it back, but I'm telling you right now, I'm going in this semester on every single person like I've already decided like I've already decided to take my hat off on y'all like I've already decided to bring that heat and that fire because I've been doing so much work with some of our other clients like in my mastermind and stuff this year and it's just like 
completely unveiling and revealing to me like, Lisa, people need to go even deeper. Like I'm trying to snatch tears out of people's face this semester, Jay. Like what you ain't gonna Stop do. Stop scaring people. Let's go. No, I'm no. What you ain't gonna do is leave here the same. You yeah, probably ain't gonna like me, but you ain't gonna leave here the same. <laughs> you gonna unfollow me after this, but you gonna oh, be you a better person. Oh, you definitely gonna unfollow yeah, me. Yeah, that yeah. health gonna be better. Yo, oh yeah, you gonna feel amazing. You just gonna hate me in the process. Your gonna be better because Your... when you feel better and you you do better for yourself, <sighs> man, the expectations of other people, how they treat you, and even how you treat them, you begin to treat other people better. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you we do. have all of these boundaries that people shouldn't cross with us. Mm. But you continuously cross the boundaries with yourself. When you treat yourself better, mm. naturally, naturally, you are modeling how you should treat other people and how other people should treat you. That's it. Yeah, I'm trying to snatch your purpose up out of you. I'm sick. I'm sick of it. Just all these beautiful ideas. Like, ugh, I just, I just can't take it anymore. I just Tears can't. Tears and purpose. That's it. You're coming, you coming for. I'm snatching it right about that thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna go on 2024 a little lighter. Yeah. Yeah, you're going in a little lighter. We're going to lose the weight, but we also going to lose the excuses. we also going to lose the doubt in ourselves. we also going to lose the insecurities. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm just, I, I just, it breaks my heart when people feel so bad about who they are and, and what they're and capable of. Tri- you got to create a, a tribe. Like when you are surrounded by these echo chambers, everybody yeah. repeating the same thing, same narrative, same ideas, yeah. same fears, same doing the same. Of course, naturally, you finding a way out of that to create your own thoughts and opinions of what you can do is hard 10 times harder that's why you got to get in the community of people that's doing it yeah that's talking a different language yeah yeah and and setting and setting the bar much higher because yeah yeah, we settling and we ain't daydreaming no more so let's figure out how to do it together y'all link in the show notes um to come get this health we hope to see you guys inside the program again we don't know when we're doing another episode so good luck enjoy this one um (laughs) we'll see y'all until next time be Be well. well